I would not wish this on my worst enemy. The pain would be just excruciating. People just think that a migraine is a really bad headache and it's, it, there's so much more to it than that. It's really nice to be able to say, is anybody else dealing with this today? My name is Dr. Larry Newman and this is season one, episode eight of Move Against Migraine, the final episode of our first season. Today's topic is understanding migraine during pregnancy and breastfeeding. We'll learn about how headache can impact your pregnancy and the early months of childcare that follow. Our first guest will be Dr. Angeliki Vagansis from the Graham Headache Center at Harvard Medical School to discuss postpartum headache. Hello, Dr. Vagansis. Let's start with a common question I get. How can headache impact women during the postpartum period? In postpartum women, uh, we divide headaches into two big categories. Uh, those with primary headache disorders like migraine or tension type headache and those with secondary headache disorders which are caused by things that are usually a little bit scarier. There are so many drastic changes that occur in the body. You're at higher risk for things like blood clots. Uh, there's changes in your blood vessels and how they're um, reacting and uh, you're at risk for certain conditions that can present with headache as well. One of kind of the most common well-known is something called eclampsia or preeclampsia. Uh, it's a condition where uh, women typically will present with a very high blood pressure, oftentimes will have headache. Um, if that's not caught, it can progress to things like seizures and more dangerous outcomes. Uh, so that's a condition unique to pregnancy and the postpartum period. Um, because women are at higher risk for blood clots, they are at risk for vascular events. What I mean specifically is stroke. So there are a lot of things that we need to consider when um, women present with headaches in the postpartum period. Can you tell us how does headache change or evolve postpartum? We don't have great data, um, but uh, as far as we know, uh, the women with migraines should uh, their headaches should last as, as long as they typically do for their migraine. Um, some women anecdotally will say that their headaches were a little bit worse in the postpartum period. That might be because they don't have um, as much access to just go sleep in a dark room kind of uninterrupted and let the headache um, resolve with sleep. Uh, but for the most part, there's nothing to suggest that a migraine should last much longer in the postpartum period uh, than when it did uh, you know, during pregnancy or before that. Some women, um, their migraines are very closely linked to their uh, hormonal changes. For example, some women get headaches right before they menstruate. Um, and that's thought to be linked to a drop in estrogen levels. The same thing happens in the postpartum period, but in a more dramatic way. So when you're pregnant, your estrogen and your progesterone levels are very high, specifically in the second and third trimester. Very soon after delivery, within a few days, those levels drop, and it's thought that that might provoke some of the headaches. Um, it, there are other factors as well. I think one that we had touched on, you had mentioned uh, previously, was interrupted sleep. You know, all of a sudden there's a new human being who needs to be fed and changed and um, typically every few hours. Um, so that uh, kind of sleep deprivation and the frequent nighttime awakenings uh, can uh, possibly trigger a migraine. Uh, the, the common triggers that people have, such as missing meals, 
increased stress, sleep disruption, those all occur in the postpartum period as well. How can breastfeeding alleviate migraine? We don't have a lot of data about it, but um, we know for sure that breastfeeding does not contribute to uh, increased frequency of migraine. I think it's a very personal decision. Um, you have to look at the overall health of the mother and the infant and, and the goals for that. Um, one concern I think that women with migraine might have, which is unique compared to, to other women, is um, what if I get a migraine while I'm breastfeeding? You know, what do I do? What is safe to take? Um, there's been a great review on the topic that came out a few years ago, actually, looking at all the safety data. And there are a lot of different medications that are actually um, probably not secreted at all in breast milk or in such a low uh, quantity that they're safe to take. Um, several of the triptan medications um, are actually deemed to be safe while breastfeeding. Tylenol, ibuprofen, other non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. Um, things like Botox or nerve injections are felt to be safe during breastfeeding as well. Um, and actually various preventive agents. So I know when a woman is pregnant, you know, there's a big discussion about should we continue that daily preventative medication. Um, during breastfeeding, the majority of those are actually found to be safe. You know, part of the practice of headache medicine when, when talking to patients living with migraine is to teach them about their triggers and to teach them about their hypersensitive brain. So those of us who have migraine know that we have a brain that doesn't do well with change. Change in meal times, change in sleep cycles, change in hormone levels, change in, in, in a variety of different external stimuli. When you talk to a newborn's parent, all bets are off. They're not sleeping, they're not eating, they're basically at the disposal of the newborn. And it's very difficult to try and encourage them to live this healthy lifestyle when they have a significant other who doesn't want to adhere to the rules. So what you have to tell the patient, and they have to be on board, is to ask for help. They have spouses, they have parents, they have siblings, and everybody needs to pitch in. It takes a village to raise this kid if you're living with migraine. Our next guest is Dr. Matthew Robbins from Weill Cornell Medicine, Department of Neurology. Dr. Robbins, what can you tell us about migraine during pregnancy? Women with migraine should definitely not be afraid of becoming pregnant, um, family planning, and there's no evidence or experience that suggests that having children is any way, in any way harmful to women with migraine overall. Migraine has a very complicated relationship with estrogen, but in general, estrogen levels that are higher or stable are generally protective from migraine. So in pregnancy, when estrogen levels really steadily increase, um, most women report improvement in migraine in terms of how frequent the attacks are, how severe the attacks are. And luckily, this improvement typically continues throughout pregnancy all the way to the end, and often even after delivery if a woman is breastfeeding. So often the best discussion to have about planning ahead for pregnancy with your doctor who's taking care of you for migraine is well before you're even considering conceiving or trying to become pregnant. Um, so this might involve not just medicines that are taken on a daily basis as a preventative treatment for migraine, but also medicines that are taken as needed for migraine, often because much of the 
injury that can be done to a developing baby in medicines that are taken by a mother who's newly pregnant can be done very early on, sometimes even before a pregnancy test is even taken and a woman knows that she is pregnant. So it's very important to know ahead of time um, what the plans are because there could be medication exposures that, that could place a developing baby at risk. After delivering a baby, um, new changes to the routine, to sleep, to health in other ways are at play and um, have to be managed accordingly in women with migraine. So the good news is pregnancy for the majority of women make migraines better. The first trimester, the first three months or so, headaches still occur at the same frequency, but typically the last two trimesters, migraines improve spontaneously. So the good news is there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Postpartum, after you've given birth, typically migraines remain well controlled until your period starts again. So there's time from the time you give birth until your first period when you can then take steps to try and get back into the program so that you can ward off the attacks and be proactive. With that said, there's no reason to avoid having children. Having migraines are not a great thing. Having children are a wonderful thing. So I'd like to thank the listeners for making it through this first season with us. For more resources, I'll direct you to the AmericanMigraineFoundation.org website. If there's a topic you'd like to see us address on our second season, please feel free to send us a message on social media. <laughs>